Ron and Anian. What's going on here? What's happening is I, I purchased a car about five years ago, and the first winter I experienced hard starts, especially when it was cold. When you say hard start, Steve, is it that it cranks or it doesn't crank? On the road, making noise, rocking hard for all the girls and boys. So crank it up tonight when you hear us on your radio. And I would clearly check with Lucas and get some type of carbon cleaning additive into that vehicle on a regular basis because it's going to help with its longevity. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls. At 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie and the car doctor. Come on and sit down. We are live on the road again, as we are each and every time this year, this time of year, at Northeast 2016, down here at the Meadowlands Convention Center in Secaucus, New Jersey. We're here with the good folks of the AASPNJ, the uh, association that speaks for the industry. And I have to my right a gentleman by the name of Fred Green. He is from PPG. We're going to talk to Fred in a minute. And directly across from me, is my good friend Charlie Bryant, director. Director, Charlie, is that, is that your gig? Executive director, yes. Yeah. Um, so what's new? How you been? It's been a year. Been good. Yeah? Good. Uh, what's, yeah. Uh, go ahead, dealing with what? Because I know, I know you have your picadillos on what you have to deal with each and every, each and every day. The most recent thing is uh, photo estimates. Uh, mm. what, are, what are photo estimates? Photo estimates is a new procedure that insurance companies are going with to have consumers or body shops take a picture of damage to a car, send it into the insurance company, the insurance company prepares an estimate and sends it back to the customer with a check. How do they know? How I mean, they? well, like a friend of mine, unfortunately, last uh, two days ago, uh, as a matter of fact, Rich Johnson's wife, remember Rich Johnson, yeah. former associate member, he's passed yeah. a couple of three years now, we loved Richie, yeah. and um, his wife was in an accident this week, somebody hit the back of her escape, she sent me a picture of it, and the car looks crushed. Right. Turns out the car's got seven thousand dollars worth of damage. You mean they would they would take that picture that like what Janet sent me and send it to her insurance company and they would go, Oh, that's seven and they know they know what's wrong with the car? That's part of the problem. No, they don't know. Because how would they know? I mean, how can they see underneath and they cannot. That's the, that's what we're really concerned with is the safety factor that is tied to that. Uh, if an insurance appraiser comes out and looks at the car or if an auto body shop that has the training to know what to look for looks at the car, very often they'll tell the consumer, this car needs to come off the road. It's not safe. You're putting your life in danger. You can't tell that from a picture. Now, do they do that after the repair is done, too? I mean, does he, is the insurance, do you see that? Is that the next step, Charlie? The insurance company is going to say, we want before and after so we can see no. the quality of the repair? No. Uh, because so far, that's not even been mentioned. Right. But, you, but that is another good, important uh, thing that, you're, that you just brought up. It, it, there's such a push to make this happen now. But everybody says it's because of modern times. Even our New Jersey Department of Insurance says photos have been used to do estimates for years. Well, it's not quite that way. They've been used to support an estimate where someone actually inspected the car, and they sent a picture to say, here's what we looked at, and here's a picture you know, to back up the estimate they did. But it was based on a personal inspection. Our New Jersey Auto Body Licensing Law says no auto body shop shall prepare an estimate based on pictures, phone calls, or any other means other than personal inspection. 
all the surrounding states around us, Rhode Island, Connecticut, uh, New York, Pennsylvania, they all have an appraiser's licensing law that says the same thing, that the appraiser shall not prepare an estimate based on pictures, phone calls, or any other means than personal inspection. They're overruling those and trying to turn them around with legislation and things like that. Is it about money, Charlie? We don't have to have an appraiser come out? It's absolutely about money yeah. because what we've seen is, and we have, we're documenting more and more every day, but we've had some estimates was around $700. When the job was done, believe it or not, $9,000. Yeah, oops. Yeah, but here's the problem. Let's suppose you have a job that is $9,000, but you break the picture and they just take, you know, write what they could see on it. And let's suppose they write $3,000. Somebody's mortgage is due. They get the check for the $3,000. They pay the mortgage instead of fixing the car. And the car doesn't get fixed. Right. Until, say, a year later, they go to sell the car. Now they've got a problem. They only have $3,000. They've got $9,000 worth of damage. Go back to the insurance company a year or two years later. We're not paying for that. Right. We already paid you. Yeah. And And they never get identified. Game over. You've got your hands full. Let me yes, let me let me turn to let me let me turn to Jeff or Fred, I'm sorry Fred to my right Fred. So, do you see photo estimating? Obviously, you're in the collision repair business. Is it a boom? Is it a boon or a bust? Is it yeah, good or bad? I'd say bust. Same thing with Charlie. I mean, there's there's only so much you can see from a picture. Um, you know, there's a lot of hidden damage that goes on with some of these claims. And I, I just feel that the, the you know the, the pictures is not going to be sufficient. Uh, you know now your PPG. Correct. PPG is what, you know what is it you guys do? So PPG is a uh, automotive paint company. We supply refinished products to collision centers, uh, do-it-yourselfers, custom guys, uh, basically anything to do with uh, with paint. And and you know you're you're actually down in the shop. Um, supporting them, you know, for the for the shop owner in Iowa who's listening to this broadcast and he says, gee, I've got a problem with the current brand of paint I'm using. They're not supporting me. Maybe I can call PPG on Monday and say, and, and you would like that, Fred, right? Absolutely. Um, you, you know, you, 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 this is your passion. I don't think, I don't think anybody that I've interviewed today or in my 25 years on radio really works for a living. I think they enjoy what they do. You're a car guy, my spies tell me. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I, I grew up, uh, you know, working on cars. I was always into custom cars, low riders, and choppers, and all that good stuff. So that kind of that's kind of what drew me into the paint business. Uh, you, you must. You had to paint your first guy. I I haven't met a paint guy yet that didn't get into it because he painted his first car. You painted your first car. That's right. right. Yeah, that's what, right. What car was that? That was a uh, Chevy S10. Chevy they, S10 low rider. And they always remember that first of course. car. And they always remember. And we could probably talk for an hour about that, if not longer. Um, what color was that? Candy orange. And was it PPG? Of course. And, and, and look, it, it, it led to the career, right? Absolutely. Yeah, you know, they used to tell me as a kid, I used to talk too much, and I said, Dad, and they said, Dad, I'm not doing any good. Look at me. Look at you now, right? Look at me now. I'm on radio talking about it all the time. Um, is paint changing? I mean, is Charlie likely to get a phone call one day about the problems with painting and the, and the limits and, and the issues with that, or is painting really governed by other forces yeah so you know the, the buzzword of the industry for for quite a while now has been waterborne and uh you know here here in new jersey and the surrounding states pennsylvania new york there, there has not been any laws mandated um some of the other states delaware maryland are required to use a low voc product wait, wait a minute so the way you paint in new jersey is different than the way you paint in maryland pennsylvania so on it's a regional issue absolutely uh like i said those those states that have the mandates 
uh, they are required to use a low VOC product. So that the paint that a customer can buy in New Jersey versus Delaware is different. Two questions, two thoughts. This sounds like the guy that designed the inspection program in New Jersey that said we're going to do this style of testing for emissions versus the guy in Pennsylvania and New York doesn't realize that air has no borders. That's number one. Number two, what are VOCs for the listeners? So VOCs are volatile organic organic compounds. The college word, go ahead. That's right, that's yeah. right. So and that's just a way that we measure the, uh, the content in the paint, some of the toxicity in it. Um, so what, what the government sees is that you know, the higher that number, the worse it is for the environment. So these states that have mandated it, you know, see the benefits that it has to the environment using a low VOC product. What's your biggest picadillo right now, Fred? What are you What are you What are you battling? So, in the in the collision world, the world that, that I live in, uh, what we see a lot is is the word consolidation. So, there's always been you know body shops, collision centers, and what's happening is there's a lot of these big groups that are coming in, and they're just buying shops left and right, and uh, it's it just causing a lot of churn for some of the smaller shops. Um, it, it's just interesting to see where it's going to go in the next five years. Do you Do you think? That we're going to see more and more consolidation is the little guy. Is the little guy's days numbered? It, it, it's hard to say. I think there's always going to be a place for the quote little guy. There's always going to be someone that has you know family relationships where they fixed the family's car for you know 30 years. But you know consolidation is, is moving. It's it's happening. It's here, and I don't see it stopping anytime soon. But for that little guy, Charlie, I'll throw it back to you in our closing minute. For that little guy, being part of an association helps him. Absolutely. Yeah, and it keeps him viable going forward for the future. Charlie, if the listeners want more information about this wonderful organization or how to join, there's a website? Yes, there is. AASBNJ.org. And Fred, uh, if they're looking for more information about PPG? Uh, PPGRefinish.com and then also Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the social all media sites. All the social sites. media Correct. Stuff. Well, you know, we should get together on Facebook. Like Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor, I'll go out and look for PPG. Perfect. Uh, we'll hang out let's, on Facebook Let's like together. each other's pictures. Yeah, does it does it have pictures of your uh, S10 there? It does. It does? Well, of course. I'm, i got to get out to Facebook and uh, see Fred's S10. I got the hot rod. I got the black 55 Chevy on Facebook, so we'll have to hang out and Perfect. have a drag race. I'm Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor. We are back right after this. Don't go away. Welcome back. Ron Andy and the Car Doctor rolling along here at Northeast 2016, the Meadowlands Convention Center, Secaucus, New Jersey. We are live as we are each and every time this year, hosted here by the wonderful folks from the AASPNJ as we uh, sit and look at the industry and what the industry is evolving into and changing from. And um, it's a great time. We're gathering a bunch of information, and we hope you are too. I have seated here to my right Ashley Olson. Ashley Olson, the actress? No, Ashley Olson from ProSpot, Skillman, New Jersey. Ashley, welcome to the Car Doctor. Thank you very much, Ron. Um, what is it that ProSpot does? And I know we had you guys on last year. I think we had your dad last year, right? Correct. And just for the listeners who are new to the ever-growing Car Doctor family, um, what is it that ProSpot does? ProSpot is a manufacturer in Carlsbad, California. We manufacture spot welding equipment. We've seen you know, 25 years of experience. and You've been around a while. Yeah, we've been around a while. Yeah. And now our line is complete with spot welders, MIG welders, we, you know, we really try to have all the tools for collision repair. You know, 
your dad was here last year, and if you remember some of the things he said, and um, it was a little easier then, right, because you were you were on the outside of the booth and he was sitting where you are. <laughs> um, your, your cohorts are across the way from you, giving you the evil eye and making fun. You're doing a great job, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. And um, you remember some of the things dad said. Um, do you think that vision of what was going to happen happened? Has the industry met that expectation, or has it changed in a direction he wasn't expecting? You know, what's your expectation this year to this year to last year? I think that the industry is ever-changing, and we're all very aware of that. I think that the things that we saw coming have definitely come, and there's even more on the horizon. So as the OEs are coming out with more mixed-matrix vehicles, it's our job as manufacturers to keep keep up. What's a mixed-matrix mix? Say that three times fast. What's a, what's a mixed-matrix vehicle? So that's a lot of the vehicles that are coming out nowadays with you know your ultra-high-strength steels, your high-strength steels, um, the F-150 as well as with aluminum. So as our job as manufacturers, we need to come up with the equipment that is going to make this easy on the technicians to repair these. It's amazing how much the last three years that F-150 keeps coming up in conversations with everybody. Yeah. Now, your gig is, is welding and body shop assembly and, 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 and repair. Mm -hmm. um, how has that F-150 changed the way ProSpot approaches this? So I would say pre-F-150, ProSpot was really focused on spot welding. And I think that as the industry is changing, you know, especially with the F-150, it came into a lot more with MIG welding, aluminum MIG welding, aluminum dent repair. And so our product line has definitely changed to accommodate those types of repairs. And we're even moving forward into Honda with silicone bronze because they have a lot of the uh, high-strength steels. So you know, it's, there's just so much change. And it, it's not all aluminum and high-strength steel, though, right, Ashley? It's... It's, let me use the word, and this is a great word. I, I learned it from my new buddy, Jeff Kern, from Carolina today. A lightweight material handling. Mm -hmm. um, what's, what's, what's that about? I mean, you guys are faced with lightweight material handling 24-7. So all the vehicles are, you know, trying to lower weight in order to meet fuel emission standards. Right. So... But, but keep the person safe in the event of an accident. Mm -hmm. right. So the OEs are working on designing vehicles that are lightweight, with lightweight materials that are just as strong to make sure that we're protecting the drivers and the vehicles. So that's going to come down to a lot more complex equipment that is, you know, you can go get a MIG welder for a thousand bucks somewhere, probably, but it's our job to have the um, technology that is going to repair the vehicles with a lot more complex materials, lightweight so, materials. Let me let me paint a picture, if I can. Pardon the pun. Um, your your pro spot. Mm -hmm. Somebody buys a welder from you, and six months from now, the industry, by some strange stroke of genius, comes out with a material that they're not used to. Mm -hmm. How does pro spot handle that? Well, for many many years, we've been working with the OEs, so we're trying to be ahead of the curve in having the equipment ahead of time. Right. So, um, you know, you might be buying a machine that has some features on it you won't be using yet, but that doesn't mean you won't be using them in the future. Better to be ahead of the curve. Yeah. Because the one thing about collision, see, I'm a mechanical guy. Mm -hmm. Mechanical guys, to us, we worry about, I'm, I'm not even thinking about the F-150 yet. It's under warranty. I don't mm -hmm. have to deal with it. <laughs> and, and for what I'll do, the aluminum doesn't mean anything to me. Right. But the, the collision guy, he's got to worry about it the day it's made, the day it's on the market, you know, it's, it's, so you have to be right on the edge of the sword. 
Right. Because the day time. it's released, it could be in an accident right. that day. And unfortunately, some cars are in accidents. They leave the dealer showroom and look at my nice new vehicle and oops. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they kind of have an oopsie there. What are the issues you're seeing? You know, you're, you're making welders. You're making so many other products. You know, what are the issues with finding people to use those welders? I understand there's a shortage right now in the industry. Yeah, I would say that, you know, the average age of the technician is getting older and older and older. And unfortunately, there's not enough young individuals coming into the industry at this time. So I think that there's a very strong effort by the industry as a whole. And I think it's everyone's responsibility to broaden awareness of actually the the jobs that are available out there and teaching kids coming out of high school, things like that, that they can actually have a really great career in collision repair and body shops. Do you think the technology of the car has scared away the next generation of technicians? Is that part of the issue? I hope not, because I right. think it's exciting. Yeah, right? oh, it's, listen, as, as a kid, I mean, listen, cars were my solace. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were my Saturday afternoon meditation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, here I am Saturday afternoon talking about them. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, yeah, it's, 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 it's really an issue. Um, if someone were looking for a welder, mm-hmm. let me just, my last two minutes, sell me a welder. Why do I want something from ProSpot and not the competition? I think that you are going to want to come to ProSpot for a couple different things. So we are welding. We are collision repair. We are dent repair. So this is what we focused on for so many years. We have learned to accommodate our equipment for the technician, for the OEM standards, for specs. So there's so much to our equipment that we really focus on just making it better and better and better throughout the years. You're going to find quality. And you're also going to find a really great sales force out there that can train you. Yeah. You know... Your Picadillos, what problems are you guys dealing with now that, that maybe the industry isn't aware of? Is there anything? I mean, i got to tell you, I don't think there is because you're so on top of your game. Um, but there's got to be something that you're getting ready to confront and take care of before it becomes a bigger problem. I think training. I think that training actually is the biggest, I would probably say, buzzword in the industry at right. this time because of all of the equipment and difficulty we need to make sure that every you can go buy the right equipment next to you need to know how to right, use it. Got to use it. That's what you guys are. Not, yeah, and I know, and that's the word I was looking for about training because I know that's what you guys have a passion for, and I appreciate it as well does the industry. Ashley Olson, it's been an absolute pleasure. If the listeners are looking for more information, where can they get it? You can visit us at prospot.com or find us on social media. Perfect, cool beans. Hey, listen, I'm Ron Annie and the Car Doctor. Ashley, thanks for stopping by the booth here. We'll be back right after this. Seventh inning stretch here on the Car Doctor. Ron and Anian at your service. We're live at Northeast 2016 at the Meadowlands Convention Center here in Secaucus, New Jersey. To my right, I have Daryl Hoffman of Exalta. Daryl, thanks for stopping by the booth. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, Exalta, what is it you guys do? Uh, we sell coatings. So we're uh, a very large paint company, and uh, we sell automotive coatings. We sell coatings for industrial equipment and fleet Powder coatings. And I think you guys sell coatings for covered wagons. You've been in business 150 years. That's right. So 150 years ago, we didn't have cars. What were we painting? Anvils? 
and, and covered wagons? It had to be, right? I, I would imagine that's that's true, yes. So that's really a testimony to the the good of the company. Maybe that's not the right word, but, you, you know, you look at a company that survived 150 years and you think of all the changes in ownership and the generationals, generations, and, 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 and that's really an amazing feat. Well, it's... Uh it is, and I think that the uh, what we can take from that is that, you know, being around for 150 years, we're uh, we're that much stronger of a company today, and over that time we've we've endured a lot of changes. Sure, and we're still here. Yeah, and we're we're you know bigger, still carrying on, stronger than ever. Yeah. Um, I mean, your your resources at this age, company age, has to be has to be enormous. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, we uh, we have quite a few people that have been in the industry for a, a number of you know, with the company for a number of years. Right. Or uh, or more than a few weeks, as we like to say. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. For exactly. that for that shop owner in Iowa, Daryl, if I can interrupt you, um, you know, when he thinks about uh, he needs coatings, whether it be powder coating or, you know, and tell me if I'm wrong paint for the shop floor we have we have paints that go right. on floors yes, floors exactly and then paint for the car we have paint for the car you know he calls exalta um what is it that you can do for him all of the above and then some what else can you do well most of the time a, a shop will call us for you know paint so that they can paint automobiles that they're repairing in right. the facility and so what we can do for the shop is come in give them the highest quality product on the market and also help him get his people used to the products, help his painters understand how to you know, work with the products better. We have training that's uh, second to none. So, wait a minute, isn't it just fill the gun up with paint and go, shh, and just, no, nah, it no, not, not at all. As how did I know fact, the answer to that question? Uh, well, yeah. as a matter of fact, Exalta has more people in the field painting vehicles or uh, training people uh, than any other paint company right now. Now, is there any coincidence to the fact that you bear a striking resemblance to Jeff Gordon? <laughs> I've been told that before. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, if I if I blink, you know, if we shot you by in a car at 200 miles an hour, you could look like yeah. Jeff Gordon. <laughs> I don't know. And and I, that's and that's there's a connection for that to Exalta, isn't there? Well, I mean, of, of course, Jeff Gordon was uh, uh, you know our driver for many years and. Uh, he still is a, a consultant with the uh, the company. He's, he works with our CEO. And your paint was on his car. Absolutely. So isn't that a testimony to the strength of the product? If, I mean, in my mind, if the paint can survive 200 miles an hour for 500 miles at 55, 60, it's got to last a lifetime. It must be pretty good paint. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be pretty good. And paint. it's the same paint that we put on everyday vehicles. Yes, it is. It's, there's no difference. So. And I'm sure you're still painting other NASCAR vehicles. I'm sure Jeff Gordon wasn't the only one. No. Uh, you know, if you're good enough for NASCAR, you're, you're, you're good enough for, you know, the consumer. No no difference between the NASCAR car and the production vehicle? No, it's the uh, it's the exact same products that, that we're using in the uh, field. Just out of curiosity, do the NASCAR teams come to you and say, we want this color, this pigment, this, this look, or is it a standard... No, they they they, uh, they request different you know colors, and we we always deliver with uh, some pretty unique colors for some of the NASCARs. I, I, last year we had a uh, um, a, uh, a red 
that was, you know, made and we had it on Jeff Gordon's car. And it was it was uh, if you saw it, you would, right? You would uh, be amazed at how. Now somebody else, you're 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 actually working with another team from NASCAR right now, right? We're working with uh, yes. As a matter of fact, uh, not a Je- uh, Dale. Uh, now that Jeff Gordon is retired, we have Dale Earnhardt driving the Exalta car. You know, they could slip you into the driver's seat. You know, and just you know, people would really wonder what's uh, um, what's going on there. Well, I don't know if they want to do that. Uh, yeah, well, like you never know. How'd you get into this, Daryl? I got into it uh, by I started painting cars for my father uh, years ago, and uh, after painting cars for a number of years, I decided to uh, go to work for a paint company. I started with uh, the company 21 years ago. Do you remember the first car you painted? Do I remember? Yes, it was a uh, it was a black um, Good GM. Color. It Good. was a black GM, and Good it was a, actually it was not a hard color to paint. So right. it was. Uh, yeah, I do remember. I, I, I've yet to be proven wrong on this, but every paint guy I've ever met from every paint company, you guys always were painters. And you always remember your first car. It, it, it boggles my mind that if the audience could see the smile on your face, they would know it just you know it just it just came, it just right. came from the heart. I just I just right. hit a memory, right? Right. You know you you're right. You're yeah. It's 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 a staggering thing. Um, I, I think Exalta is fortunate to have someone with the passion that you have for this industry working for them because you bring that to the marketplace. It's not easy. Monday morning, I mean, what's a typical Monday morning phone call you might get about a problem somebody's happening, and how do you handle it? Well, it's uh, a typical problem. I, well, I, I wouldn't say problem, but uh, a typical call from a, a, a body shop might be, uh, I have a color here that might be a little challenging today, and he'll call one of our technical people in to help him with it. But uh, that's one thing about Exalta. Everybody I work with right now... Um, from the, you know, the product specialists in the field, all the way up to the guys that are actually making the decisions for the company, have been in the field and know what it's like to be in the body shop, and, and they un- they truly understand it. Yeah, and, are, and that's that's a, a great thing. Are you guys ready for the future? Absolutely. Where do you see the future? Where do you see us two years from now? I just see us uh, moving ahead forward, and you know, you know, we're doing the right things. We're we're putting the money back into the company. We're always striving to make better products, and uh, the training, uh, again, the people we have out on the street that are training the guys, that, you know, that's really our asset. That's what makes the difference. Yes. As, as well as people like you. Don't you sell yourself short, Daryl. You are one of the assets of the company, and uh, I just want to point that out. Listen, if, the, if they want to get more information, there's got to be a website. It is. Uh, we do have, uh, it's called uh, Exalted Coding, Exalta Coding Systems.com. Exalta, and we'll spell that A-X- A-X-A-L-T-A. A-X-A-L-T-A. Great. Cool beans. Listen, I appreciate you taking the time. Enjoy the rest of the show. Stop over and see Fast Harry. He's got a T-shirt for you. All right. Thanks. You're very welcome, Daryl. Take good care. I'm Ron Anning, The Car Doctor. We are back right after this.
Hey, welcome back. We're on the Indian the Car Doctor. We're live at Northeast 2016 here at the Meadowlands Convention Center in Secaucus, New Jersey. And we are rolling along this hour celebrating the automobile and the industry and all the people that repair it and help us to repair it. And I'm joined this segment this hour by the folks from American Honda Motor Company, Valerie Sullivan in front of me, and Gary Ledoux Hello. to my right. Is that Ledoux. correct, Gary? Yes. Yeah, Ledoux. Um, Gary, I'll, I'll come to you first. You're, I look at the name on your shirt. It says Pro First. What is Pro First? Pro First is our uh, certified body shop program. So what uh, American Honda is doing is we're, we're uh, going out and looking at uh, Honda uh, dealer-owned shops and a lot of independent shops, and we're building a network of certified uh, auto body uh, collision repair centers. Well, so wait a minute. So let me, let me ask this question two ways. Um, you're a Honda dealer, and you've got a body shop, and some do, some don't. Right. Um, now you're going to certify that dealer to another level. Yes. Why? Yes. Today's cars are a lot more. They're, they're, today's cars are different than they were 20 years ago. Heck, they're different than they five were five years ago. Five years yeah. ago. That's absolutely right. So you can't fix a car today. Today's cars with yesterday's technology and, and yesterday's uh, uh, repair methods. So what we want to do is, is build a network of shops that can repair a car correctly. So what that means is they'll have the right tools, the right equipment, the right training, and access to the correct information in order to make it correct and a safe repair on that vehicle. Now, is Honda Motor Company going to require all the dealers to become pro first, or is that a dealer choice? That's a dealer choice. Uh, actually, there are uh, not... A whole lot of dealers that have body shops, uh, and that is true of not only Honda but of other lines as well. Uh, so a, a lot of the uh, certified shops are actually going to be independent shops. Do you do you see the game changing? Could it be that the car companies and maybe Honda are going to start to push more dealers to have body shops in house, or that really has no bearing on this conversation? That, that really has no bearing on this conversation. Quite frankly, I don't think so. Uh, that they're going to uh, request that dealers have body shops. There's, quite frankly, plenty of, uh, of uh, body shops out there now, a lot of independents, a lot of MSOs, and I think we'll be fine with the, uh, uh, with the raft of shops we have now. Now, how does Valerie and Honda Service Express work into Pro First? Gary or, or Valerie, whoever, whichever. Well, let me, let me, let me address that first, and I'll turn that over to Valerie. So... One of the things that's important for shops is to have the right, uh, not only the right tools and equipment and knowledge, but also have access to the right information to fix a car properly. And that's where Service Express comes in. Service Express provides that knowledge or gives them access to that, uh, that knowledge. Valerie? Yeah, Service Express is Honda's aftermarket website. So for any aftermarket mechanical or collision shop can subscribe to our website, they get the exact same information that we give our dealers body repair information, service manuals, bulletins, newsletters, everything a shop needs to repair a vehicle. No it's, more printed manuals. No, we don't even print them for our dealers anymore. So, no, there are no printed. Everything's electronic. Um, we sell short-term subscriptions, a one-day subscription. We sell a 30-day or a 365-day subscription. And we support Gary's program because it's part of one of the benefits if you are a service or a pro first certified shop you automatically get access to our website you don't have to subscribe it's just part of it you because, also get the parts because catalog. you want them to fix the car properly absolutely That's i mean right. our our the way honda looks at it is we don't care i mean we want our cars fixed properly wherever they're fixed if they're fixed at the dealer 
they're fixed at an aftermarket shop. We want to make sure they're fixed properly so that our customers are safe. Right. Safe and satisfied. Absolutely. And, yeah. and, and that's one of the things I think the car companies are realizing, Honda among them, that you know the aftermarket does have its place and um, it's, 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 it's got to be fixed. I'll tell you what, we're going to pull over and take a pause. If both of you could just sit and let me do this, we'll return right after it. I'm Ron and Annie in the car, Doctor. Don't go away. We're back right after this. Hey, Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor taking you home this afternoon here at Northeast 2016 at the Meadowlands Convention Center in Secaucus, New Jersey. As we wind things down this hour, let me get right back to my two guests, Valerie Sullivan, Gary Ledeau from Honda. Um, Gary, will every body shop qualify to become a pro first shop? No, they certainly won't. Uh, uh, some of the shops just simply won't have the training or don't want to do the training or get the, or buy the uh, equipment or whatever. Uh, so actually, there's only going to be a very small amount of the existing shops out there that will make it as a pro first shop. Now, for somebody driving a 2002 Honda Accord, two years from now, heaven forbid, they get into an accident and the car's got to be fixed, and they still choose to fix the car, although many people are going to go, gee, it's total. But let's say it's going to be fixed. You know, maybe that's not necessarily a pro first person, but that person driving the 2016 Honda... They need that pro first shop, and I've got a feeling that's why Honda came up with this idea in the first place. Well, whether they're driving a 2002 or a 2012 or 2016, every car should be fixed properly and fixed safely. Right, and Honda wants to sh- be sure that it adheres to that, a standard. Absolutely correct. Right, Valerie, if they're looking for information with regard to you know what it is you do, Service Express, um, but there's a lot of it out there on the web. Can you talk a little bit about what we were saying during the break? Because I think that was a great point. Yes, there is. Uh, there's an organization. It's called NASTF, National Automotive Service Task Force, N-A-S-T-F dot org. Uh, every aftermarket shop should go to that website. Check it out. There's so much information, so much resource there. There's a listing of all the OEM websites, just like our Honda Service Express website. There's a listing for every manufacturer Click on it. It will take you to their website. It will tell you the price for their subscription. It's just a wealth of knowledge that every shop, whether you're a body shop or a mechanical shop, it's and, a great place to go. And I can see the day is here, really. So in the mechanical shop world, the body the, I'm sorry, in the body shop world, the body shops are going to need to be aware of NATSF also because yes. Um, yes. They're going to need that scan tool, right, Gary? That's right. I, I mean, to repair the car. That's right. If it takes a collision hit in the right front fender and the ABS module is wiped out and it's got to be programmed or coded, so the day of the body shop and the mechanical shop growing even closer is, is, is yes. clearly upon us. Yes, it is. And, and the NASTF website has, has information for mechanical and collision. And not to turn this into a NASTF uh, interview, uh, my understanding is, and if they have a problem there, they can... And that's one of the pieces of information there. If they have a problem getting service information, they can exactly. they can you know it's file a, a, a notice and ask them to look into it. Yeah. They can. It's, it was to help bridge that gap between the aftermarket and the OEs. Right. 
because we're not we're not all against each other. We're just trying to no, fix cars. No, we are. We're yeah. all in this together, yeah. really. In, in 30 seconds, Valerie, where do you think we're going to be a year from now, five years from now with service information? Uh, I would say it's just going to keep evolving as technology evolves. You know, our website will probably change two or three times between now and then. Right. But uh, we just want the, the aftermarket to go to our website to get the information from the OEs. And what is that website, Valerie? It's www.serviceexpress.honda.com. Cool. Gary, website for ProFirst? ProFirstInfo.honda.com. Listen, it was a pleasure having both of you, and I want to thank you for stopping by. I'm Ron Anini and the Car Doctor. Good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya.